The boy is eating. The boy is your Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Mariah Waika. Welcome back to our podcast. This week, we will be chatting about weddings. Paige and I are in our 20s, and so it's a time in our life where a lot of people we know are getting married. Now, of course, you can get married at any age in life. This just happens to be a particularly popular time, especially in the United States. And so today we'll be chatting about what we know about wedding culture and a little bit about dating culture as well. So it's, a, it's an episode about romance, right Paige? Absolutely. And remember, if you get lost, go to our website. You can follow along to the transcript and vocabulary guide. So this year, I think I was invited to six weddings. To six weddings? To six weddings and I have seven next year. Are you kidding me? No, it's just at that time, I'm 28 years old, so everyone is getting married. My college friends, my cousins, my boyfriend's cousins, my boyfriend's friends, everyone's getting married. Seven weddings, that is out of control. Luckily, it's a blessing I'm abroad because it's a great excuse to miss quite a few of those weddings. Uh, any of Paige's friends who just listened to that? That was a lie. That's not. That was a lie. Paige is incredibly sad that she cannot be at your wedding. I mean, of course, it's it's tough to miss weddings when you're abroad, but it's also true that that's a lot of weddings to attend. For the record, I went to three out of the six that I was invited to that's while impressive. still being abroad. Uh huh. So I did make it, but. It is a lot of work, especially I was in one of the weddings. And if you're in a wedding, that means that you're either a bridesmaid or a groomsman. And for those of you who don't know about that tradition, it's basically the closest friends of the bride and the closest friends of the groom participate in the wedding. They wear special outfits. The women wear usually a matching dress. The men wear the exact same suit. It's a very important position in the wedding. When you're part of the wedding like that, you spend the entire day with the bride if you're a bridesmaid. Right. You do hair and makeup. And for me, I just went to a wedding last week and I spent maybe eight hours getting my hair done, makeup, trying on the dresses, helping the bride, taking photos. It's a production. It is a production. And I think that that's one thing that you can absolutely say about weddings in the United States is that they are definitely a production. They're, they're beautiful and they celebrate a really important commitment, but it's also almost like a theatrical performance because there's the, the photography and the videographer and the dance performance and yeah it's funny too nowadays i you know i've gone to weddings when i was younger and there was always a photographer maybe a videographer but you know not not that normal now every wedding i've been to not only is there a videographer there's drones there are drones. there are drones that go around the ceremony that go around 
taking photos and video and really capturing right. every single moment of this day. It's incredible. I think that also it almost feels like you're not quite living the day because you're always on camera, on video, right. everywhere you look. Right. It's almost like a reality TV show. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. The other thing that's very U.S. is we have all these traditions. Like when I was talking about, we always have you know, maid of honor, bridesmaids, groomsmen, best man. And, you know, those are the old traditions, but there's a newer one called first look. Yeah, the first look. So when I told my parents about this, they were like, what is this? Because it's probably in the past five or ten years that, that most weddings have it where the bride gets dressed and you're not supposed to see the groom. And so right before the ceremony, they have this special look where... The bride taps the groom on the shoulder and he turns around and he sees his new wife in her in her dress for the first time. And right. it's called the first look. To me, it just sounds very too much. <laughs> it's just too much. <laughs> it's just too much. But a lot of people do it. Obviously, it gets captured on video and camera. Right. In the wedding I went to last week, they did the first look and there was the drone and the videos and the photographer and I guess they didn't capture it well enough. So they The first look? The first look. So okay. they had to have the first look take two. Like a second time. That's yeah. <laughs> so when they're watching the video, I hope they remember, this really wasn't their first look. Oh, it, it was, was their, their second, second look. first look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. But yeah, so these are some of the, you know... American U.S. traditions that are at weddings. Like another right. one is you always throw the bouquet of flowers. Of flowers. I think they have that tradition in Chile too. How the person that catches the bouquet of flowers is the next person to get married. A lot of these traditions are very rigid in the United States. Like if you don't do these traditional things, people are confused or surprised. Yeah, it's part of the day. Yeah, the speeches the dance by the groomsmen and the bridesmaids when they enter right. the reception. Right. You're always supposed to do some style of, of dance. Of dance when you enter the reception room. So U.S. weddings are, are pretty elaborate. And here in Chile, you've been to a few, right? Since you've been here, Mariah? I've been to a couple wedding receptions. Okay. So I, I was invited to a couple of the like, post-wedding parties with a friend. And... They were great. It was a it was a really good time. Both of the weddings were pretty elaborate as well. One thing that was really different, which I was not surprised by, is that we partied much later here in Chile. Like how late? Until six in the morning. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. The party went a lot later, the music was loud, the drinks were flowing, it was Did they have open bar? Yeah. Okay, so that's common. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it was a great time and I think that I love the music here, and at the wedding, that was just in, like, full force. You know, everybody was was this wild mix of cumbia and reggaeton and, like, different classics, and I think one of the best parts about that experience was learning, like, what their classic wedding songs were. Like, mm -hmm. you know how in the U.S. we have the songs where we're like, oh, this is a wedding song. <laughs> cha-cha slide and those group dances and mm -hmm. there are songs that just scream I belong on a wedding playlist yeah and it was really fun to learn what songs are like that for was them. there a lot you of know? US pop music as well and rock classic there was rock. a decent mix yeah a decent mix yeah but a lot of songs in Spanish yeah right, right. Yeah. so no it was fun 
It was really fun. I enjoyed it. And it's definitely now that it's going to be summer here in Chile. It's probably wedding season for, right. for everyone here. Luckily, our wedding season in the U.S. is winding down. I know. So I think my next wedding on the schedule is not until May. Right. So I have a lot, a lot of wedding-free time. Yeah. <laughs> but switching gears a little bit, let's, let's talk, talk about, about dating. dating. It's spring right now in Santiago. Mm-hmm. And... Every teenager is just kissing in public. (laughs) That's called, okay, in English, we call that PDA, which means public displays of affection. And Chile and the United States have very different cultural perspectives on PDA. Absolutely. And when I first got here, I was scandalized. Like, I don't mind holding hands. I think that PDA is totally fine, but I had never seen anything like this in my life. Same. No, it's, I mean, in the parks, it's very, should they get a room? What's going on 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 that blanket? It's so, it is it is so much in the U.S., yeah, like you said, hand-holding, maybe a kiss goodbye, right. an embrace, but people are making out in the train where their faces are so close to mine. I know. Like, should I join? Should I say something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a little much. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's You feel like you're you're kind of being forced into being part of something very intimate when somebody is making out that close to you. But then you also feel like, is it your 80-year-old grandma in you that needs to point them and be like, excuse me, excuse me, stop. (laughs) Excuse me, kids. Excuse me, kids. No, that's true. I sometimes feel, okay, I just, I should be more like open-minded and free-spirited. And I actually do like it. I think that their perspective on PDA like, I prefer that that perspective to the perspective in the U.S. Because it's forbidden. In the yeah. U.S., like, people are very judgmental. And they they glare at you or they stare at you or they cough or it's like, ahem. <clears throat> no, that's not necessary. Like, people can show their love however they want to show their love. And I don't know. I think that here, at least, like, nobody cares. Like, mm-hmm. and everybody's just united and not caring. It's almost we're the weird ones for not doing it Totally, yeah. totally. We feel uncomfortable because we're not used to it, but we're the only ones who feel uncomfortable. Like, Although I will say I do have some friends who have said, like, it's a little too much sometimes. They just have a lot of passion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they want everyone to, to see uh, it and share it with them. That's funny. It's but really dating funny. in general here, it seems like there's a lot of different stages here. It was very confusing to me because I arrived here in the U.S. with my boyfriend from the U.S. When I arrived, you know, with my little bit of Spanish, I would introduce him as my my novio. Uh, but here, if you say that, everyone's like, when's the wedding? Yep. You know, when yep. are you getting married? And yep. I'm like, no, no, just, just my novio, like, just my boyfriend. <laughs> and it was very confusing to me right. until I discovered the word polo. Right. And that there's different phases. Novio is when you're about to get married. Right. Pololo is more your boyfriend. And then there's even before. Like, like they, saliendo, like we're going out. Yeah. That is very different. Where in the U.S. you just have your boyfriend and then your husband. There's no really term for in-betweens. Exactly. I like that. And I think that another thing that's cool with Spanish is that, like, ways of expressing love. Like, in Spanish, you have one extra option because you can say, like, te quiero, like, before you say te amo. 
And I think that in English we have I love you. And that is a heavy thing to say. It is a big, big sentence. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. And so people get really stressed about, like, do I say I love you? Do I not say I love you? And, like, here, when you're, like, advancing towards that, you can say te quiero, which is I love you. It's just not quite as strong. No, I didn't think about that because in the U.S., the only word that you could say that's probably similar is I like you. And it's you not would, enough. You would not say that you like things, you like food, you like people that you work with, but you don't like someone that you're in a relationship with. Right. It's almost like offensive to say. If someone says I love you and you say I like you, <laughs> your relationship probably isn't going any further. No, exactly. <laughs> you're totally right. Yeah. You're totally right. So I know I didn't think of that. That's true. There isn't kind of that lesser word that it's you a can nice express in, I think your it's love. a nice in between. Yeah. We'll have to bring that back maybe. Maybe but we should. The, but the direct <laughs> translation would be I want you. Which <laughs> sounds sexual. Yeah, which might not come off as great. But yeah, what other things are, are different dating here in Chile? I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not an expert. We're not experts. <laughs> I'm definitely not. I think that one thing that's different is that people would live with their parents longer in general. Mm -hmm. And so if you're 28 years old and living with your parents, which by the way, is not a bad thing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think that in fact, it's it's a really cool element of the culture that people are closer to their families because you stay at home longer. And I think that I really admire a lot of a lot of Chileans because they look out for their parents mm -hmm. in a way that we maybe don't because we leave the house so young and so we don't feel responsible for the well-being of our parents. But I do think that some of my, my Chilean friends have told me that one consequence of that is that you don't have your own space. It's a little bit awkward when you're 28 years old to like bring your boyfriend back to your mom's house. So you bring them to the park. You bring them or to the, the metro. park or the metro. Or just the street. <laughs> so that, that makes sense. That it, it is a total change. and Maybe there should be free spaces. Like, you know how they have those... Um, I think that's called a the, hotel page. <laughs> the, the communal workspaces. They should just have a... If you live at home and you want to make out with your girlfriend or boyfriend... Come to this safe space. <laughs> Pages advertising, hotels, motels, that is what those are. <laughs> I don't mean that kind of PDA. Oh my god. Well, this was a super romantic, interesting episode, Paige. I hope that, you know, some of you love birds out there maybe find someone this summer. <laughs> and uh, if you do, I'm sure we'll see you in the park. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.co. Thanks for listening.